St. Polycarp was believed to be, um, well, he was the spiritual director of St. Justin Martyr. And St. Justin Martyr, you know, as you learned, uh, St. Polycarp supposedly was the spiritual directee under St. John himself. And St. Justin Martyr was always asking him when he was, especially when he was a young disciple, you know, a young, young uh, student under, under St. Polycarp, he'd always say, tell me more about what John said of the Master. Tell me more about what John would say. And at one point, St. Uh, Polycarp said, um, whenever they would bring St. John out, eventually, when he, because he's the only apostle that was never martyred, like he lived to a pretty old age, and later on in life they actually had to bring him out on a stretcher just so he could come out and preach and, and, and offer sacrifice. And, you know, and I believe it was the island of Patmos, if I'm remembering correctly, that uh, he was... Uh, where, where, he, uh, where he resided until his dying day. And whenever he'd come out, whenever they'd carry him out of this, the cave where I guess his, his residence was, he, he'd always say, love one another, love one another. And Poly, among, Polycarp, St. Polycarp, among other disciples at that time, you know, would always say, say they actually uh, say, you know, um, St. John, like what? Why, why do you keep saying this? You say this more than anything. Isn't it getting a little old? Like we've heard it again and again. He said, I keep saying it because the master never stops saying it himself. We continue with a series of you know, the discourses that came from um, the Last Supper setting, which covers several chapters. And here, is, this directly follows the passage we read last week, the vine and the branches. And it's here that, you know, he says once again, abide in me, but continues to flesh out what that means. What it means to live as a branch always bound to the vine, ready to bear fruit. And in that, he starts out by saying, keep my commandments. Just before he says, I give you this commandment, love one another as I have loved you. He says, keep my commandments just as I have kept the commandments of my father. Interesting that he doesn't say, just keep the commandment, love one another. But he says, commandments, plural. At no point did our Lord ever say, nor has the church ever taught, that the virtue of love is ever found by a select number of commandments, but by all of them. Which is a way, and one of the reasons why our Lord said, not a single article, not a single iota of the law will be taken away until all things are fulfilled in the end. What he means, literally, not, not some of the ascetical laws, not some of the, kind of the, the complementing laws like, say, circumcision or like, you know, what kind of laws that would govern what we eat and how we eat it and things like that, although those, those complement our lives. But what he means is the commandments, the Decalogue. As the Catechism tells us, to violate just one commandment violates them all. And to obey one of them is to treasure them all. The way St. Paul described it, he actually described that in terms of the theology of the body. You know, when one member suffers... 
the entire body suffers with it. When one member of the body rejoices, the entire body rejoices with it. And so, by, it's natural that by our Lord saying, after keep all the commandments, he says, obey this one commandment. Love one another. Thereafter, he t- discusses what it means to, to love. And, and it's, it's, it's by imitating him and making all others friends. Not that all others will be friends, but that he was a friend to all. If you look at the apostles, they hardly qualify as true friends, especially later on that evening when they scatter the moment that Jesus is arrested. That doesn't sound like friends. It sounds more, I mean, sounds more like an enemy or some at least, or, or hardly a friend at that. But even the one, but the, the point is, is it's, it's, not, it's not we who have been friendly to him. He is the befriender. That's what the commandment of love issues. A grace to be befriending even enemies. Do you know the very last, according to St. Matthew, according to the Gospel of Matthew, the very last words Jesus spoke to Judas were, Friend, do what you've come to do. He called him friend. The greatest betrayer, according to our to the, the, the greatest betrayer in history, our Lord himself, called friend. How remarkable that must probably strike us. To love as he loves, to lay down one's life for one's friends, doesn't mean to love that, lay down your life for those who treat you like a friend, but those you would befriend. As we've seen in the Acts of the Apostles, we see signs. There are many Pharisees who are among the disciples now. These, who, these characters who stood beneath the cross and mocked at Jesus. Has these characters, these vicious characters, have now been befriended by the ultimate gift on the cross. But this is not an anomaly. It's not a once It's not a once-in-history, you know, happening. It's something that's meant to keep going. To love as he loves, to abide in him, means to keep befriending those who would, never by themselves anyways, ever dare to call themselves our friends. We come face-to-face with a a very integral reality of our gospel. Generosity. Generosity will lead all towards Christ. Even if we don't see it, generosity will always be the means. And it can start right now. And now here in this pandemic, even though it looks as though we're we can see the light at the end of the tunnel in terms of where we stand in the, in the, uh, in the stat, as far as the status of the pandemic goes. It looks as though we see the light at the end of the tunnel, but I think most would admit that you know, 
a number of enemies have probably been made, or at least identified, over this year. What better time to take these words to heart? It's times such as these we should see those who would be enemies, that crowd, we should see that crowd as a frontier. A frontier for the new evangelization. A frontier to experience the generosity of the cross through each one of us. Let's go for it. Let's seize the moment. Thanks be to God.